0: Welcome to Behavioral Groups. My name is Kurt Nelson. And I'm Tim Goulahan. In Behavioral Groups, we typically have interesting discussions with people to bring insights into how to apply behavioral sciences to work and life. But in this one, we're going to talk a little bit about the impact of the holidays. A grooving session on the impact of the holidays. Well, on gift-giving holidays specifically. Gift-giving holidays. Yeah, so, uh, so there's Hanukkah and Christmas that are uh, occupy a large portion of the world. Yeah. And there's gift-giving associated with both of those. Which is awesome, right? Because it, we get all of these great gifts. I get all this new stuff. So with all that new stuff, where is it going to go? Unless, unless well, you just pile it on the old stuff. All <laughs> right. The more stuff I have, the better, right? Isn't that how it works? Collect them all. <laughs> well, so here's the problem. Is that if you, if, you live in a limited, if you live in a limited space, right? A house, mm-hmm. an apartment, and you don't have you know, three storage facilities at, that you're renting. So th- most people in the world. Most people in the world. Then there's only
1: so much space. So you're saying we can't all be hoarders. We need yes. to maybe do something about maybe what we do with our old stuff. Yes. What are we going to do with the old stuff? We have to get rid of it. All right. And so what what does behavioral science say about getting rid of old
0: stuff? It's hard. Why? why? Why is it hard? Status quo bias, our tendency toward defaults. It's already in the closet. We love it. <laughs> right?
1: It's part of who we are, right? There's a self-identity component to it. Like that,
0: I haven't used that fondue pot for 10 years, but I might. But I might. I might use it. So there, and, there you and, go. and these and these these crazy psychological things influence us negatively. Right. When it comes to getting rid of stuff. Right. So, we've got a couple tips that we want to share about how you can be more effective at getting rid of old stuff all right okay so let's
1: start so what would be a hint or trick that people can use to help them overcome some of these inhibitions of getting rid of wow that old flower pot that my head for 20 years that's cracked and but man, I might repair it. I might repair it, and you know, I think my old girlfriend gave it to me at one point, or maybe it was my best friend. I don't remember, but it was important. Damn it! How about if we start with some priming? Priming. How do you prime to get rid of something like that? Well, so how do you about- wear socks?
0: <laughs> you could wear you could wear priming socks. Okay. No, go ahead. So how about if we start with with um, with intention? Okay. Right with. I'm going to start with the intention of I'm going to be doing this to uh, actually uh, make me feel better, make my life better, and possibly improve the life of others.
1: So priming by saying the intention of this is not only—we're not just going to put this out in the trash heap, although you might. You might. That might make your life better, too, but you're going to be giving some of the stuff— to maybe a Goodwill or some other charitable organization that then will repurpose this. And so not only are you not adding to the dump uh, and and the environment
0: of making that worse, but you're helping other people out with all this great stuff. Definitely. We might also start with priming of when you actually start to move stuff, let's say you're you're gonna clean out your closet or you're gonna get rid of a bunch of old stuff in the kitchen or wherever it is, that you start with not just one small box, but you actually lay out four or five boxes. Setting up that choice uh, architecture to say, here are the big boxes. Of so the I big need, stuff that I'm going to fill. I need to fill those boxes because we like completion, right? It, exactly. As opposed to starting with one little small box or only one bag that I'm going to put clothes in, get four or five and lay them out and get ready. Actually make this a major cleansing. All right. So when you do this cleansing,
1: Do you go and you look at one thing, like that shirt? I got some new clothes for Christmas, right? So I should probably get rid of some of these old clothes that I haven't worn for
0: many, many months, if not years. Every time I look in the closet and I look at one shirt individually, I think of how much I love that one shirt. Okay. So a way to overcome that would be through joint comparison. All right? right. That's individual comparison. That's separate comparison. Okay. So what is joint comparison? Joint comparison is when I take out all of the like shirts. So let's I, I might I might bring out all the blue shirts or all the work shirts or all the workout shirts or okay. you know and and put five or six of them together and say which are the ones that I don't wear anymore, I don't really need, don't fit me all that well, have gone out of style, then I can start to to, to easily cull through by by having all of the shirts laying out uh, together.
1: Right. And uh, so you're more likely to say, yeah, I can get rid of these too out of these 5 I still have these 3 great shirts right but these two eh, they're less likely but if I looked at them individually I would find some
0: reason to keep all of them exactly exactly or it would be harder for me to get rid of them <laughs> yes right but but it's a good way it's it's a good way of 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 spurring that activity another important thing to do is to use some kind of social proof have have someone hold you accountable Okay. Have have a friend or, or a, a loved one be in the room with you when you're cleaning stuff out. The accountable
1: part, I think, is the real important one there. When you start going, Oh my gosh, but I remember when this shirt was I wore this on that, and they're just going, "Honey, you still haven't worn it in five years. Get yeah. rid of it." Right? So there's
0: there's a lot of expert advice around the the 12 month rule. Yeah. Uh, r- rule, excuse me, that if you if you don't use something and if you don't wear something in 12 months, then it's okay to get rid of it. I think that that could be modified by by really sort of a, an intense uh, proximity with it. Like if you really love, I have a I have a shirt that's you know. 30 years old. And I don't wear it much, but when I do, it's it's rich with memories. But I own but I don't have a closet full of those shirts. I have one of those shirts. Right. And I think some of those shirts actually
1: can impact or things. It doesn't need to be shirts. Some of those things hold very powerful emotional memories for us. And they act as this transport back into our past and prime some of those emotions that we had at that time. Concert shirts. I I still have uh, Dogs on Skis, which was a local band in Iowa City from 1986. Uh, A really bad t-shirt. But I won't get rid of it because it just, every time, I don't wear it, uh, to your point. But you know what? I look at it every now and then, and it brings me back to wow, that bar that me and my friend Jim were at and dogs on skis were playing covers. and
0: It was great. Yeah, I got a t-shirt from David Crosby. And I... I never wear it because I don't like it's too precious for me. <laughs> how, how, how weird is that? But I will never get rid of it. Right. But there's just one of those. Right. I, I don't have. A, I don't have stories. But the joint comparison is important, and then having that someone be with you for accountability is a really important part of it. You know, you're also talking about self identity, right? You know, with this, right, Kurt? Yeah, there's a component of self identity, and so think
1: about this from the perspective of when you are getting rid of this. There's a component that. You can tie your self-identity into the things or you can tie your self-identity into what you're doing. And so if you are donating these goods that you're getting rid of to a good cause, that can be part of that self-identity that is really reinforcing the actions that you're doing. So I think there's some really powerful components of taking... uh, the act that you're doing and making that part of your self-identity as opposed to the items themselves.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what about when does, does when you start uh, to, uh, you know, unload the the old stuff in the kitchen or from your closet, does it make a difference as to, as to when we, we actually start this endeavor? Well,
1: so there's a component of doing things at certain milestones, right? We, we change, we tend to change more at, Beginnings so if something is new or something has ended in new so New Year's is perfect so you start immediately after New Year's in doing this or a birthday or some other thing. Again, birthdays are when you get some gifts, and so it's right. a great thing. Right. It's a new year; you can start fresh. It is a new beginning; you can start thinking about your future self much more, and so you can get rid of that old past self and those things that are associated with it.
0: Yeah, those milestones are important. Also, uh, it's it's also good to pick a good time uh, in your week, in your in your day, in your daily life to do this. Yes. this isn't a good thing to start at ten o'clock at night on you know Saturday after you've just been binge-watching Netflix for the last six hours. Well, then when am I going to do it? (laughs) Maybe you actually set time to do it maybe on Saturday morning. So When you're alert and focused. uh, And and your willpower is up. A when-then statement, right? A when-then statement. How would you use a when-then
1: statement? So when I get up on Saturday morning... Then I will go through my old stuff and get rid of it and put it in the four or five big boxes that I have already set out on Friday night
0: to go ahead and do that. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Okay. So with that, uh, folks, we hope that you are able to come away with a couple of new ideas as to how to do a little purging without feeling like you're purging. Just, just... <laughs> Purging
1: sounds so awful. It does it's, sound awful. It's a
0: refresh yeah. of your life. You are taking
1: control over the clutter that is filling your and making you just dragging you down.
0: Wow. That sounds dark, too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we're going to the light and in 2019 you know what a great way to start off 2019 enjoying all the new gifts that you have received and then regifting
0: the old absolutely so with that we want to thank you for another uh for listening to another episode if you have an opportunity Please take some time to give us a good review. We really appreciate it. Uh, it helps, goes a long way in improving our ratings, which they continue to do. They continue to get better and better and better. we're we'll be thankful for that. And thank you for that. And remember, keep, keep on grooving. On grooving.